Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Elaine. And I'm Kiana. And today we're recapping season seven, episode 17, A Different Kind of Cat. A different kind of cat. Does this include Coop? No. It should. Should have. No, there were no actual cats seen in this whole episode. Yeah. Is this a euphemism? For, for vaginas. For, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, for what, Sam? I'll yeah, say, say it. it out loud. I'll say it. <laughs> it might be. I think yeah. there's multiple meetings. Oh, okay. But considering the subject material, most likely that. Is that still the same subject material we're going with after all last episode? Oh, oh yes. This Parsh- run, Partially. This run of episodes is pretty abysmal. Yeah, it like, is. Like, just looking from the IMDb score alone, like, it's not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. Okay, but I will say, I do think this episode was better than last week's, because okay. sex wasn't the only plot. Like, there yes. were other things happening that I found interesting, and the the sex storyline that we'll get to with a specific character, uh-huh. I'm sure you can guess... Coop, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, was cringe, but there was enough <laughs> other stuff okay. to be like... Okay, the episode isn't the worst, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's give it two twos and a line. Okay. Number one. Betty writes a manifesto and does a boudoir photo shoot for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. Tony Award-winning Josie McCoy premieres her, like, Hollywood movie in Riverdale. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, that, that sentence was weird, because you said Tony Award-winning. I thought you were talking about Tony Topaz. Like, Tony Award-winning oh. Josie, what's her name? McCoy. McCoy, yeah, okay. Or number three, Archie kisses Mrs. Grundy after reading her a love poem he wrote. These are good. I feel like the last one's, like, no, she kissed him or something. No. Mm, is that one the lie? That is the lie. Okay, all right, yes, yes. Archie does write a love poem about her and come on to her, but, but surprisingly, she, she turns him down. Oh, yeah. She's hard. a married woman. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. She says, ew, that's nasty. Exactly those words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. Well, yes. Did you write this episode? I did, yeah. I was like, we're not doing 50 slang anymore. It's all modern day now. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's so old. Yeah. So used, retired. So, mm-hmm. She's like the only character in this whole episode that acknowledges that these are still children. Yes. Say it yes. with me again. Underage <laughs> Ch- children. children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doing a boudoir photo shoot for their manifesto. <laughs> Well, it's a book. Okay. About... About what? She hasn't experienced anything. Oh. Well, but she has. <laughs> About everything she wants as a teenager and the struggle mm-hmm. she faced because she wanted to explore these aspects of herself. She was forced to join the a cheerleading, cheerleading squad. Oh my gosh. The, and, the atrocities that she's been through. Yeah, and her mom slapped her one yes. time. Which she, like, enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, didn't mention that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like yeah. how when she's typing this out too, and then she's like, and slapped. And there's like this pause, and then she's there like, There was a whoosh. There's like a flashback scene to all, to yeah. all these things. Oh, of course, yes. yeah, even though it happened literally last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, they yeah. have multiple flashbacks yeah. when it literally happened. Is this a, a clip show episode? <laughs> it may as well be. 
Almost. So is Betty still doing the Gossip Girl Next Door thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Teenage Mystique. She's the girl next door. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so she announces she's going to write her manifesto. Mm-hmm. And she kind of bumps into Cheryl in the hallway, and Cheryl drops these photos she had in a folder. Oh, yes, her child porn. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, of the her picture and she took with Tony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I just love how these photos that are very, like... I know, it's like, I would think, I would They're, guard those with my life. Like, if I had, like... Were, did you actually see them? Were they, like, yes. actually tantalizing? You know, like, if I had, like, scandalous photos of myself, especially in the 50s, I would be very careful about right? carrying those around. She just has them in an open folder, like a manila folder. <laughs> like where you like, put your Pokemon cards in? Yeah, she's yeah. just, like, carrying them around, and it's just, like... And just... For context, they're not like naked. It's like more boudoir, like yeah. they're sure. in the lingerie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. still. but still, I mean, they also did a burlesque show in front of their entire school. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, Betty sees the photos, and of course, being the curious little kitten that Betty is, <laughs> oh, is, that, is that what she's calling? <laughs> We're going herself? with the cat theme all episode. Okay. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> she sees this photo of them, and she's like, oh, Cheryl, what is? this yes and cheryl's like nothing give me that but then the next scene they're sitting at a table together and cheryl's like so i might as well just tell you betty i'm going study with tony topaz and it was a weird cut because i was <laughs> like was why didn't you just do this in the hallway why yeah. didn't you change outfits like yeah she needed so to weird. think about that yeah 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 mm-hmm. but then like two seconds later immediately is like i'm gonna tell you everything yeah okay great and betty was like Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. No questions asked. Well, and Cheryl immediately is, like, ready to fight, too. Uh She's like, if you try and use this to, like, tarnish my character or whatever, she's like, you just, like, fight me. I don't care about my haters, and if you want to fight me, then fight me. Like, I'm ready. And then Betty's like, no, no, no. It's fine, because I'm the girl next door. Yeah, which had nothing to do with anything. Betty just constantly wants to brag about herself. Yeah. Yeah. Is okay because is she like saying like I knew you were gay because you wrote yes. something into the girl next door? Yeah, like and so she's like that makes sense. Cause I think she I put guess. I think she put but two and two together. How did she get Coral Peasbottom? Is that what hers was? <laughs> yeah, I looked up like, a Peasbottom later. It is not a flower. I don't know where they came up with that. What is it? it it's just I don't know. It's like the, it's just weird. It's just a weird word. It's like someone's last name, but like nobody. Interesting. Yeah, oh, but it know. is a real last name. I guess, but everything's okay. a real last name. When you, yeah. You know. But anyway, so then Betty shares that she's writing writing her manifesto, mm-hmm. and she kind of wants some pictures like Cheryl and Tony took, because like that would be fun for the cover. And so Cheryl's <laughs> like, again, <laughs> why does her she's brain like, work like seventeen that? years old? Yeah. yeah, 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 Max, yeah, yeah. Max, Max probably like mm-hmm. sixteen. And so Cheryl's like, oh my gosh, yes, we're gonna like do this boudoir photo shoot with you, and then I will paint your favorite one as an oil painting for the cover of the book. Very Danielle Steele like romance novel. Yes, love that. <laughs> yeah, Betty invented that. Actually. Yeah, she was the original Fabio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they do the photo shoot, and Betty has these like glasses on, and she's sitting by her typewriter, <laughs> like and, in like, a black lacy like lingerie. <laughs> Yeah. That, that's my Halloween costume this year, I think. <laughs> oh yes. my gosh. What is she holding, too? Like a pen? Or... I think it was a pen. A yeah. quill. A like like quill. biting on this pen. Like, 
Yeah. Who's going to buy this book? I know. Literally. <laughs> oh, no. Whatever. All right. Who's going to publish this book? <laughs> right. That's <laughs> my question. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, it's not like they had... They can't even get the comic books out. Like, yeah, they're right? never going to publish I this. Know. And it's not like you could self-publish through Amazon back then. No. Like, no. how's she going to do oh, that? Do you mean Glamazon? Oh, Glamazon. on Glamazon. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what Amazon mm-hmm. is, but I, I order pianos from Am- Glamazon all the time. Yeah. Oh, I order <laughs> all, all my stuff from Glamazon. Yeah, yeah. all my Glamourgé eggs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because, like, it's weird that there isn't, like, um, a Venn diagram of, like, Betty and Jughead's storylines with that in particular. Because, like, yeah. Betty's, like, trying to write stuff and Jughead's also trying to write stuff. And it's, like, why aren't yeah. they... Nope. Why is they, there a collaboration on that? They don't even talk no. to each other. No. No. Yeah. And also, we'll get to it eventually, but, like, Jughead's storyline, they shoot down something that he wants to publish. And so it's, like, if they're shooting that down... No way is Betty going to get no this book No way. Published. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. Anyway, but she's going for it. Sure. And they're printing out the pictures or developing them, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty is like, I kind of feel like a fraud. You know, she's having her imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because I'm writing this book about sex and I like haven't had those experiences myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But then Cheryl gives her a feminine magazine that's all about self and she's like okay you should read this i was just thinking like why haven't they explored that part of it yet yeah because that just seems like so obvious Mm -hmm. this is the episode yes yeah that's the different kind of cat so yes during during a musical number in true what fashion (laughs) when will we be free (laughs) we thought that was the last musical episode ever we're done no no. they'll never be done i hope they have one in the finale then so i can witness it yes Mm -hmm. Yeah, during a musical number, it cuts back and forth between that and Betty in her bathtub discovering herself. Okay. And it's very... Awkward. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And yes. super awkward. <laughs> like, the last shot of her, like, it's her face, and I think she had just had an orgasm, I think, but she was looking, like, all, like, peaceful and, like, wooey. But it was, like, a very long shot after the music had ended. Oh. And it was so uncomfortable. Oh. I was like, cut away. Yeah. Cut away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, They're like, nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Like, yeah, the, like, cut to the moment and then just, yeah, leave it there or something. Yeah. But lingering in, like, a bubble bath? Like, is it it just her head poking out, basically? Yeah, and knees. (laughs) Of course. Oh, yeah. That's how I always take baths. Yeah. Yeah, Just neck and knees. (laughs) Neck and knees. (laughs) I mean, truly, though. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that was... We decided to talk about that first to get out of the way. Is that even part of the theme of the episode, which, is there one? Not really. Yeah. Well, there is a theme to this episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. But... I just have to add again the fact that we also find out that Cheryl and Tony are going to publish these photos in that magazine, again, as, like, 16-year-olds. Yeah. Which yeah. is that's their child plan. pornography. Yeah. yeah. And that's even their... back then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, even if they're the ones publishing it, that's still illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... But that's logic. how they want to, like, come out and, like, stick it to the man. Yeah. Right, And yeah. Betty's like, oh my gosh, I love that. That's what I'm doing with my manifesto, too. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is sending such a bad message to, like, kids. And it's like, you and shouldn't yeah, be doing that when yeah, you're that age. You'll probably regret it. Like, you yeah. know, horny teenagers do not have the best judgment. But, um... Do you guys... This may be an aside, but, like, we're 20-somethings watching this show. So, like, we know... But do you think actual do teenagers <laughs> watching this show are, like, oh. <laughs> influenced by this? Like, do they, they think, like, this and euphoria is normal and good? Um, or do they know, like, this is TV? Well, the thing about this show is that there's no consequences. But euphoria, you see the consequences because yeah. mm. it's 
it's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Because, like, I didn't really have a show like this when I was growing up, where it was, like, kind of explicit in this way, but also for teens. Like, what did we have? Mm. Like anything on I mean, ABC Family slash yeah. Freeform. Like Confessions of a that one. Yeah. Yeah. Confessions of a Teenage Daughter of the Teenage America. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My favorite teenage show. <laughs> Starring my favorite actress yes. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like we thought that show was stupid too. Yeah. Everybody. I like boycotted yeah. that show because I was like, this makes teenagers look bad and we're not like that. We're Especially smart. clarinet playing teenagers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, speaking as at least me as a teenager, it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like, I mean, I knew TV was TV, but there is that part of you that is still kind of influenced by it, where yeah. you're just yes. like, you know, and you are like, oh, like, maybe we grew up in a small town. I was like, oh, maybe somewhere not our town, it is like this. Yeah. You know? So I feel like I always did kind of have that thought, where yeah. it's just like, you know, it's like, maybe we're in this little bubble, but maybe this is more normal than I think it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like, Betty even had a line of dialogue in this episode where she's like, everyone that I know is either having sex or has had sex besides me. And it's like, that's not true. Statistically, most high schoolers do not have sex, but you watch stuff like this and you hear people talk and you think that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. just the culture. So, yeah. I guess it's like, it's tapping into something like that where it's like, I like get what they're going for, but they're not doing anything interesting with it, so. I mean, I shouldn't expect anything more from Riverdale, <laughs> but I just wish if they <laughs> were guess. doing something like this, yeah, that at least there would be like some real consequences with it. I mean, or, Midge is pregnant. Well, I'm not talking about the sex, just their photos. Because like, oh. that just, yes. that bothers me. Like, that me. seems like just like a glaring like thing that they forgot or yeah, something. Like, or like, I don't not addressing yeah you know it's like if teens are having sex they can do what they want you mm-hmm. know it's just like that doesn't it's they're like, just gonna have sex they're gonna have sex like that doesn't bother me but like this it does bother me it's like even though it is a show it's just like the fact that nobody and the writers don't seem to address that that's not mm-hmm. okay that's what yeah. makes me more of like yeah. the writers seem to just feel like this is fine and there's nothing in there to be like um Again, actually, maybe you shouldn't do that, and you shouldn't exploit yourself in that way yeah. as a child. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's on the morality yeah. of Riverdale. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Back to Archie and uh, trying to seduce his teacher. Is he still in writing club? Is that still a thing? We don't see any official meeting, but he's still writing away. Okay, yeah. Good. Yeah. His poetry. If anybody should making be making a manifesto, it's him. He's the one doing the poetry thing. I mean, he doesn't really have much of an but, interesting life. But. but he also has nothing to write about because... Well, now he does. Because... Right, because he had his threesome. Yeah. Was that his... Did he... Was that, was that his first time having sex? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I well, don't know. I must have missed that. Yeah, and literally, Mrs. Grundy, when she reads his writing, you know, like his first writing episode, she's like, wow, writing's so much different. It's so much more, like, mature. <laughs> and she's like, what's changed, Archie? And he's like... Well, quite a few things. If you know what I mean, Mrs. Grundy. <laughs> I love like, his voice. I watched a sunrise. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And With told my bro And I'm going to be going back for more, he says. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to the prostitute. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, it, I got that. Which, I, got, I got that, yeah. Which, again, he's a teenager. Yes, yeah, and she's an adult. And she's, like, 35. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 40. Are they paying say. her? I don't know. Hmm. I assume so. I would hope so. I mean, I, yeah. Support local businesses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, he goes back to Twyla with flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's like, wants oh, to date himself. her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. You know, and he like, wants to So he to just have... has an, a thing for older women, it seems. Maybe. He might. 
But then but. she tells him to go to other older women. <laughs> yes. Because she doesn't do relationships. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, go to your friend's mom. And See how she takes it. Which, the next scene, it cuts to, like, a doorbell ringing. And I thought for a second Archie was going door to door. <laughs> like, Can hello. I uh, mow your lawn? Yes. And I, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, yes. Archie really wants this. But it was not Archie. Oh, okay. But for a second. That would have been a funny cut. For a second. Yeah. A little <laughs> montage of I him know. just, like, trying out all the mills. I yeah. know. I was like, wow. <laughs> Gosh, this is such trash TV. <laughs> yeah, really committed is. to his craft. <laughs> Has it gotten trashier? Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's gotten trashier, but it it was it used to be more stupid. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Content. I was thinking you meant like has it gotten trashier than this? Oh like, yes. Yeah. But no, it's like, yeah, I think yeah. this is the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so he gives up on that idea of a relationship with Twyla. Or yeah, a relationship mm-hmm. with Twyla. So she's but because she said you know, like maybe try other older women. Of course, his next guest then Miss Grundy. Mrs. Grundy. Yeah, Mrs. Grundy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, he like comes up to her and gives her an apple, red delicious, <laughs> the nastiest apple. I know, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and so and he is like, "Hey, Mrs. Grundy," mm-hmm. you know, and it's like being kind of weird, but she's not picking up on it, and she's just like, "Oh, thanks for giving me an apple, Archie, or whatever." Yeah, and he's like. <laughs> Hey, so I wrote this new poem and I'm gonna perform it at the dark room. I really want you to come, and, you know. And she's like, "Oh, she's like, thanks for thinking of me and inviting me." She's like, "Yeah." She's like, I'll "Always listen to like my students like perform or whatever." Right? Yeah. They're writing. She's like, "Yeah, I'll be there." Is it gonna be like a love poem to her in front of all? Oh no! The rest of the town too. Why? He doesn't even like know her that well, does he? No, no. And she's. Yeah, so he, he performs his poem, Holding an Apple, and it's all about, like, Adam and Eve, the apple, the temptation, Forbidden a teacher, <laughs> and with glasses, yes. wanting to take the glasses off to reveal the beauty underneath, like, just talking about that whole trope. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, which probably didn't even exist at the time, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but everyone's uncomfortable. Nobody well, likes it. Yeah, and then, well, yeah. And then he takes a huge bite of his <laughs> apple with the juice, like, dripping down <laughs> his face. <laughs> And she just gets up and leaves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. What's that supposed to be a metaphor for? Her mouth? Mm. Her butt? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess something else, but... Mm. Something else? I think it's just a like boob? a sensual thing. I feel like it's like 90s coffeehouse poetry, like, oh, the juices of the fruit, sensual. Yeah, he should yeah. have been eating a banana. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing that That would have been his poem about Reggie, though. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which nobody nobody touched on, but Julian was proud of them for like both going to the prostitute. Yeah. Oh sure, okay. But didn't have anything to say about the fact that like it was all three of them. Yeah. Didn't so care. so guess, that wasn't romantic undertones at all, probably. Not in this episode. But like but even that decide. episode, it seems they could change like... it in any episode. Mm-hmm. They sure can. They <laughs> yeah. sure can. Yeah. As of this episode, they're both super straight. Oh, yeah. 100%. Only only kissing women. Yeah. Last mm-hmm. episode, well, gay vibes. This episode, <laughs> I mean, Archie, I feel like the last episode, though, alluded more than once. We're talking about, like, being bi. So I feel like Archie, if anything, might be, like, bi. Yeah. I don't even know that, though. We don't know. I but... think he was just intrigued by the idea. Yeah. But he was experimenting. Like, I mean, like, he might be open to that still, you sure. know? But do you feel like the show queer baits a lot? Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because I feel like it's just that, It's honestly. just that, yeah. yeah. Probably. 
It's just there so we can talk about it because there's nothing else to talk about. So it's like speculate yeah. their sexuality, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Ship them. Ship them. Yeah. Give them gifts to ship, ship them everyone. with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next day, Archie goes to Grundy and he's like, what'd you think of my poem? Like, I didn't get to talk to you afterward. And she's like, yeah, I had to make dinner with my husband. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I think you should switch themes. Like, no more writing about love. You need to write about pain now. Ooh. Okay. And she's like, and relationship pain or a broken heart is off the table. Mm. She's like, no talk about love, period. Yeah. yeah. Me in the Riverdale writing room. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Gosh. We used to be a country. <laughs> well, that's what Frank said. Oh, really? Because he found Archie's poem that he wrote about his dad, which is what we, like, was obvious yeah. choice for, like, the worst Oh, sure, yes, life. of course. Mm-hmm. Um... But Frank finds the poem and he's furious. He's like, how dare you, like, write about your father? Like, writing a poem to get a girl is one thing, but, like, this is disrespectful to your to your father and our family. Yes. And Archie's like, why? And Frank's like, just because it is. Yeah. And he, like, scrunches up the poem. Well, and the one line of the poem he read was about the fact that his dad died overseas and that his, like, body's there. You know, oh. and he was like, oh, you have a grave here, but, like, but, like, you're still over there. And Frank's like, how could you write that? And I was like, isn't it the truth? Yeah, like, how is like, that offensive? Yeah. Like, are we just, like, not supposed to talk about any emotions at all? No. Nope. No. Nope. Just anger? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sports. We and talk sports. about sports. We can talk yeah. about girls. Girls and sports. Yeah, but and not, beer. like, in a queer way. No. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Queer derogatory. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. But don't talk about any, like, anything emotional or tender. No. Or no. nice. Don't no. talk about nice Unless stuff it's America. Either. Unless you're rewriting the Star Spangled Banner. Mm. Yeah. Don't even go there. Yeah. But speaking of characters just being in a relationship <laughs> out Chuck of nowhere. Chuck and Veronica. Chuck and yeah. Veronica. Yeah. They're suddenly official. Official? Official. And, what? And you know that a couple is official in season seven of Riverdale if they do a slow motion walk through the hallway. And everybody in the hall is like, oh, yes. what? And yeah. you see them walk, you know, like the camera's behind them with them holding hands. Yeah, and you just see all the reactions. Mm-hmm. Everybody cares. Yes. We've seen this scene 700 <laughs> times now. Yes. yes. In this season alone. In the exact same hallway. Yeah. Yes. Gosh. It's just so tired. Yeah, like, what are and they And this doing? isn't gonna go anywhere. No. They didn't even, they barely teased it. It came out of nowhere last episode. Yes. No relationship on this show is ever earned. No. Like, it just happened. Not anymore. It's, no. Yeah. It used no, to yeah, be. like early, like Bughead. That was yeah. totally earned. Yes. Loved it. Yes. Yeah. But now, no. Even Cheryl and Tony, it's like, I guess, just because that's what the fans like. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But no, Jughead says as he gets their lockers that he's never had so many peepers on me at one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like back with the 50s. Oh, my peepers. My peepers. Mm-hmm. A lot of slang this way. Yeah, yeah and, of course. Yeah, and Veronica's like, yeah, she's like, I don't think I've had that many people look at me six, since I came to school in my sexy witch costume. And he's like, sexy witch costume? Where was he? And then it, they do a flashback to her walking in slow motion what? with her witch costume. In why? case you forgot. It was only like five episodes ago. But like, why even mention that? Because that well, sparks an idea for Jughead for a comic about a sexy teen witch. 
Sabrina. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, is, does he call it Sabrina? Yes. No. Eventually. <laughs> okay. But it, it's, it starts out. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> what is the truth? Maybe so. <laughs> yeah. We're giving you two truths and a lie this whole yes. day. <gasps> no, it starts out as Veronica the Teen Witch. And it's like, she's in a bustier and she's got the long hair. Mm-hmm. and Like her outfit she wore in that episode. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But Jughead's boss, whose name we still can't remember. Who cares? <laughs> like, literally. Pep Man. Pep, Pep Man. Man. Yeah. He says that's, like, too sexy, and the witchy stuff is too witchy. Like, you need to sweeten it up. He's like, make her blonde. Cover her up a little bit. Make her, like, a half-witch. Maybe the name, like, Sabina. I don't know. I'm just spitballing well, here. He says something more sweet and whimsical. <laughs> Yeah, maybe she could go on chilling adventures. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just throwing it out there. Yeah, maybe she has two kooky aunts. Maybe a cat. Yeah. <laughs> but then, guess who comes up with the name Sabrina? Katie Keene? I don't know. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Katie Keene d- deserves to be out of the season. That That is, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, no, who comes up with all good ideas in Riverdale? Um, I don't even know. Who? Veronica Halloween Lodge. Veronica Halloween Lodge, of course, yeah. Because she saw the Audrey Hepburn movie. Sabrina. Sabrina. Is that where the name comes from? I don't know if originally, but in this it does. Okay. No, because she's like, oh, that movie was so fun. Well, this is history. This is historical This is canon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is actually a biography. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is how it all began. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's actually the whole reason all of Riverdale exists. It's actually just a tribute to Sabrina. Yes. And it's the history yeah. of Sabrina and yes. Teenage Witch. Literally. That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. But Jughead proposes this. His boss loves it, but it gets rejected from the committee for like... Witchcraft. Good yeah. comics. Yeah. Yeah. because of... The committee of good comics. <laughs> yeah. Because of the witchery. Yeah. yeah. What do they want comics to be about then? Like Garfield. Like just funny little things. You Archie. Know? Yeah. Um, Teenage boy. What's mm-hmm. the... Kathy? Is she too crass? She loves chocolate and she goes, ah. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. The 50s weren't ready for Kathy. <laughs> do you think this whole season seven could end up being like the origin story of the Archie comics? Like Jughead writes those about his friends because he doesn't have any other yeah, ideas. I guess. I can see that. Is it? Yeah. And it's like the only way they can tie up the season. It's like live in a comic book instead of the real world or something. But are they like succumbing to the good comics committee's thing about like being pure yeah. and stuff? Like, Because that's how the Archie comics are. But is that yeah. like the resolution of that story? Like they, I don't know, they seem to like represent this thing that Jughead needs to like tell him to like loosen up or something yeah. about. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. But I, I, I could see that happening. I just like. Mm-hmm. I'm just wildly speculating. Yes. Yeah. But also I have an issue with this plot point because in the Riverdale universe, Sabrina does exist. She lives in Greendale in the modern times. But like, how can yeah. you write about her and then her also be existing? Well, not just that, but Sabrina existed with older Archie comics too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like not just in modern day. So it's like 50s Archie comics, was, there's also 50s Sabrina, you know, equivalent. Yes. It came later. But I'm talking Sabrina, the, the character in the oh, universe in the of Riverdale. Well, I think oh, the season yeah. is just completely devoid of, like, any... That doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anything that's come before matters. <laughs> like, okay. is Guardian Angel Tabitha 
Is she, she come back? There? Yeah, does she still even exist? I don't know. I kind of miss Tabitha, honestly. I do too. I love Tabitha. Yeah. I guess she was too good, so she was too boring. But speaking of somebody else coming back. <laughs> I love you guys' segues. <laughs> We're trying. Um, it's just working. Midge? No. Well, she was in this episode, and she had a really funny line. At the Sisters of Quiet Mercy? Yeah. She's showing now. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, now that she's like, yeah. Now that the show's like finally admitted to it. Yes. Like, everybody knows she's pregnant now. Mm -hmm. No, one of the characters we haven't seen yet in the 50s. Oh. um, Main cast. That we haven't seen Harder Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, what was it? The Tony (laughs) Award winner. Oh, yes. Josie. Oh, yeah. Josie's back. Yes. What does she win a Tony for? Um, her role in Going Uptown. Which is not a real musical. Yeah, that sounds like a generic yeah. thing. A Star is Born, oh. one could say. The theater was, in the beginning of this episode, the theater was playing A Star is Born. Yes. The Judy Garland one? And on the drive yes. over here, I heard Shallow by Lady <gasps> Gaga playing on the radio. Oh I know, gosh. and I was like, are we living in a simulation? <laughs> yes, yes. This the is stars all planned. Yes. Yes. Stars? The, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Midge is pregnant, birth, born. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we sound like Taylor Swift fans now. Yes. As Sam wears a Taylor Swift t shirt. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, we are in a simulation. I got goosebumps. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's back in town for her new movie. Well, kind of. Oh. You know, she's like huge star celebrity. And so she like randomly shows up at the Babylonium mm-hmm. and Veronica's is like, what? Oh yeah, because does anybody know her? No. Oh, okay. She's not from Riverdale in this. She's just a star. Yeah. Okay, cool. And she tells her on the DL that she's working on the movie adaptation of the Tony, like mu- the musical that she's sure. in the Tony for. Uh-huh. And so she's like, yes, the rumors are true. Like that movie is coming out. We find out that she is the producer, director, actress everything something else in I can't the remember. 50s yes mm-hmm. is she like 17 she looks older yeah but like she's... Josie the character is presumably I feel like they make her seem like she's still. like 25 probably yeah she just like seems older she's very classy yeah she's using like a different kind of like tone of voice sure very like movie star I bet she looks confident. great like oh, yeah. the yeah. 50s styling would look really good kind of her, like a little like Catherine Hepburn-ish. Okay. With the way that she's like talking and stuff. Nice. But she tells Veronica that she heard about the Babylonium and their like innovative theater there. And she thinks it would be the perfect place to do like a test screening for her new oh. film. Because she's still like working out the kinks. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. She has to check out Riverdale though to see if it's really as hep, hep. as she's heard. Pep? Hep. Hep. H-E-P. Hep. Not hip. Is hep? it hep enough? Yeah. Hep. What does that mean? I'm guessing hip. Maybe that's yeah. the precursor to hip in but the it's 50s. Hep. Hep. Like, you check the subtitles and everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Yeah, we don't have a... And they, is that say, where they, it, got... they say it maybe six times. Okay, yeah. great. So... Is that where they got their, like, tagline? It's like, the town with hep, and then someone, like, 20 years from now is like, what about pep? Hep. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Veronica has to convince her that Riverdale is hep enough for her movie screening, because it could be good business for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be unhep. Yeah. Whatever the antonym of that is. Because she needs the screening to go well and for it to get good reviews. You know, she's just like, I need to make sure the right kind of people are in Riverdale watching my movie. She's like, I don't want some, like... Lowbrow, trailer trash. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So to prove that Riverdale is hep, Veronica invites her to the dark room. So she hears Archie's poem and she about leaves. <laughs> she leaves town. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Um, she's like, if this is what you consider talent, and Veronica's like, no, 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 like, <laughs> no, just, no, 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 don't mind him. Yeah, he's, he's well, just the town himbo. It's fine. Yeah, it's so funny too. Even Tony, you know, who's like hosting the night at like the it's dark like, room, is like, okay, she's Archie, like, wow, that sucked. Stage. Yeah, pretty much. Literally, she yeah, said she's that like, in the microphone. Yeah, she's like, that was terrible. <laughs> Keep him humble, you know? Yeah. Maybe stick to basketball, Archie. Honestly, yeah. I felt a little bad for him because everyone was just, like, roasting him. Well, yeah. he'll be fine. But luckily, he things performed be immediately after that, and he uh-huh. sings, goodness gracious, Who? great balls of fire. Okay. Thanks. Oh, thanks, right. Because, and I was like, okay, him, like, his whole, like, get famous quick scheme, I'm like, it could actually work if, like, a celebrity notices him. I was like, yes. okay, I would count on that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So he's like, this is my chance. Right. And so he calls Midge about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. And she says that idea is peachy to the max. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that. And it's during this musical number, too, that Betty's in the bathtub. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Doing her thing. What is the different kind of cat? Well... <laughs> There, there. One, one of them is in the bathtub. Yeah, her knees. Yeah, and the other one I is only Josie? realized when Josie performed in a purple leopard romper and sang a song about being a different kind of cat. Oh, okay. And she's Josie yeah. in the pussy cat. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So she's the cat. Is this an original song? Where are these songs coming from? I believe it was original. Yeah. Okay. It was also kind of more like. Spoken wordy. It was very like art housey. Okay, kind like, of beat Nikki like. Yeah, beat yeah. Nikki. Yeah, mm-hmm. very nice. sensual. She's like on a chase, and she asked Veronica if there's any good bongo players in town for her routine. <laughs> yeah, and then Veronica's of like, "Oh, Fangs is the greatest bongo player in town." <laughs> yeah, Which and it's like, like you don't even know if he can play the bongo. You don't even know if there's a bongo in town. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't too. know where I would locate a bongo. Don't you just have one ready? I for don't. Poetry night. Not a bongo. Of my other percussion instruments, though, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But we never could, a bongo. Never we a could bongo. work with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Fane's, this could be his moment. She said even though rock and roll wasn't isn't, like, her genre, he has, like, star quality, and he does have talent, you mm-hmm. know? So she's like, and he played for her, so she mm-hmm. he, she might do him a favor. Yeah. Yeah, she's she liked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're chatting after the show, and Tony and Clay invite Josie to come to a Black Athena meeting, because they're like would be such an inspiration to all like the black students at Riverdale High like this is our like literary club like please come and just like talk to us and she's like that sounds like a great idea I'll do that (laughs) it's just like Betty Boop (laughs) she's like well she also keeps talking in like the third person yes you know and she's like that sounds like just the kind of thing Josie McCoy would be down for or whatever and it's like Veronica also does this in this episode too but Josie did it I think three times yeah weird who talks like that I I don't know when you're a famous writer director actress Tony winning award singer in a purple bumper sure yes I guess I guess Josie McCoy guesses Mm mm-hmm and Veronica yeah. Lodge confirms. Yes, Veronica yes. Halloween Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she goes to, yeah, like the Black Athena meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, and she loves it. You know, she's like, I would have loved this when I was in high school. And 
like they keep asking her all these questions about her and like herself and if she's like faced a lot of opposition in her industry and Mm -hmm. if she's had to like compromise on like parts of herself you know and she's like nope i don't believe in compromise it's not in my vocabulary Mm. you know she's like and neither should you you know but then she is like okay but like enough questions about me you know she's like i want to hear about you guys and like your club and like how you kind of got this started and so like yeah Tony just says that she started it because she was tired of feeling yeah just like unheard Mm -hmm. you know and she was just tired of dealing with you know society yeah society like Mm -hmm. the culture everything and like just being like silenced by like caucasian voices you Mm -hmm. know and she's like we needed a haven where we could freely talk and where we could explore like art and things on like our own terms yeah and you know amidst like like-minded people and friends Mm -hmm. and people who get it yeah you know and so yeah she loves their club and and she's having a good time it's like it doesn't really get resolved i don't know i thought it was a weird like it it didn't didn't really go anywhere and it it was kind of a weird cut but but then it made the message that this was trying to say was like because she had that experience at Black Athena, she decides to premiere her movie in Riverdale. She's yeah. like, "Yep, these oh, people are happy. Okay. They're my people. Yeah. I want these people to like be my test audience." And so she goes to Veronica, guns mm-hmm. blazing, and she's like, "All right, you're gonna throw me the best movie premiere you've like ever seen, and I uh-huh. need this to go well because I yeah. financed this movie myself, and all of my money is on the line. And if this doesn't go, I'm gonna be like." broke yeah, and it's have gonna no be career. career ruining which also when she introduced herself and was like yeah i'm the writer director producer actress whatever i was kind of like okay like this is ridiculous yeah but now that we know it's we find out that it's because um they were going to make you know like a moody a movie <laughs> a moody <laughs> a movie i love the moody i love the moody's <laughs> they were gonna make a movie adaptation without her yeah okay they were going so to she, cast like, um, Lana Turner. Oh, uh, of course. In her role. Mm-hmm. Who is white, for context. Yes. I don't know who that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know. So, so she, like, bought the rights and was like, I'm yes, going to do it myself. she bought it from underneath them, and she's forced to do it all herself. Interesting. So, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I love when something in Riverdale actually makes sense. I know. Yeah, because at first I was well. just like, it just seemed like how everyone in Riverdale has five businesses in high school, and it's mm-hmm. just so, like... It's just so unrealistic. Yeah, But yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like... I mean, that still seems pretty unrealistic considering she's like a stage actress who's going to adapt a movie when yeah. she has no experience and she's that young. I mean, I assume she has other people she's working with. Yeah. Sure. Or helping. But she's like the lead on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for her. She yeah. has a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And to premiere it in Riverdale? Yeah. The Prestige. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good for the Babylonian. Good yeah. press. Mm-hmm. So Veronica's all about it. And... Yeah, and I feel like Josie... Are they going to have a red carpet? They said they were, but we never saw it. Did it happen? Oh, it happened this episode already? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, this will be good to have as a setup for the next episode. Oh, no, the whole thing happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she pressed her hands into concrete. Uh-huh. Archie gave her a napkin to wipe off the cement. Like, a napkin? Cameras, paparazzi were there somehow. <laughs> it was like a nice cloth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like a paper napkin wiping off the cement. <laughs> yeah. Archie would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like dressed to the nines, very like evening gown kind of wear. Cute. But yeah, we didn't see the red carpet. Oh, also, like Jughead is always at Veronica's house now. You know, it's like he might potentially <laughs> yeah. even just live there. Sure, yeah. And, you know, he. <laughs> well, didn't she buy him? She bought him the motorhome, right? 
or she furnished like, decorated it. it. Yeah. So I guess they have interacted. What was that for? Because well, they, they bonded originally over movies and books yeah. and comics and stuff. And they had that little flirtation ship, but then Jughead did something and Veronica didn't like, and she was like, oh, forget you. Yeah. It's because he it's, wasn't as interested as she wanted him to be. Yeah. He seemed more, like, casual about it, and she was like, done yeah. with this. It's just weird that, like, that happened this season. Yeah. And then it's like they're going back to it like it never happened. I think. Well, well they did mention no. it last week when they were like, here, here we, we are, are again. again. I guess. Here we are Sorry. again. <laughs> here we are again. Yes. So, lest you forget, they were here before. <laughs> yes. Lest I. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Whatever. I, I can't complain about it. It's just, yeah, it I is mean, what it is. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But here we are again. <laughs> here we are again. In Riverdale. <laughs> this has happened many times before, so. Yes. Oh, but yeah, like, Veronica gets Jughead a custom-tailored suit without ever measuring him. So yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, to all your measurements. Yeah. And I'm like, where did you get the measurements? Did you measure him while he was sleeping? He probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, she just knows every crevice of his body, I'm sure. Now she does, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can just feel it when she yeah. touches him. <laughs> she's like, ooh, yeah, 36-inch bust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's a seamstress, too. Yes, of course. He's like, are you sure you're not a real teenage witch? <laughs> and they have this little cheeky moment. That's cute. Like, he's like, are yeah. you sure you don't have um, spider powers that you can poison people oh, with? Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't kiss me. You might drain my magic powers where I can open up portals. And read their minds. superpowers, that you guys? That was crazy. Yes. Yeah. A whole season wow. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Mm. And never Kevin. I just, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Mm. I just love that Riverdale has merged all of their show genres into one. Yeah, it's literally everything. Yeah, it's like the CW is like, we do superhero shows, we do mystery shows, we do like sex shows. Whatever Nancy sex shows. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) They're at the CW meeting and they're like, the CEO is pitching this. We've got sex shows. We've We've got got comedies. we got Nancy Drew, but nobody knows what it is. We've got superheroes. Yeah. Let's put it together. Yeah, we got teenagers. You we know. got musical stuff. Musical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're even together. boring sometimes. You know. Yes. We got it all. Yeah. Is that but it? Oh. At the show, the film, like maybe ten seconds into it, the reel burns <sighs> up and splits. Oh my gosh! And the only reel. Yeah. Apparently, wow. no backups. Mm-hmm. So Kevin and Clay can fix it, but they're gonna need like five minutes. That's not good enough for Veronica. She <laughs> blows up on them, says, you are both fired. You're the worst employees ever. You're not my friends anymore. What? You suck. Get out. What? Yeah. It was, it was terrible. So uncalled for. She just for. snapped. Yeah. What the heck? Why? Because just the pressure of the yeah. whatever? Yeah. I guess. Which kind of makes sense that she would finally snap because she's been dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I felt like it was... Not, like, warranted or that they deserved that, but I was like, okay, that's realistic. Yes. You know, she has all this pressure on her that she would snap like that. But she usually acts so unrealistic to the point where it's like, oh, when she actually shows, like, a realistic emotion, she's like... You're like, what? What? (laughs) Yeah. 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 But then Josie is level-headed, and she's like, guys, how long will it take you to fix this? Veronica, can we, like, put a band together? Veronica says, I can put a band together in 60 seconds. Get the bongos. (laughs) Yes. Because Fangs is here. Yeah. And so apparently Fangs plays the whole background. Just, like, piano. I guess. Sure. While Josie sings. There are a lot more instruments going on, but we just see him at the piano. But it does not sound like a piano. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) While 
Kevin and Clay fix the movie. And, like, people are wanting to walk out after 30 seconds. Literally 30 well, seconds. Where are you going to go? What else is there to do in Riverdale? Um, they're going to get trained back home. Yeah. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're just going to leave. Yeah. Oh, and the song that um, Josie sings is the one that she won the Tony for. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, like, from the, the musical. The, the yeah. mystical or what is that called? What is it? When something's fake? What am I trying to say? <laughs> Faux. Imaginary. Imaginary, that's oh, it. Yeah. Okay. The imaginary. Imagination. The imaginary. <laughs> the imaginary musical that, yeah, yes. interesting. So okay. we hear her sing again. And she's good. I like watching her perform. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and she doesn't need to be auto-tuned. Yeah. So anyway, they're entertained for five minutes while the boys <laughs> fix the film and they watch it and all the critics are like really into Josie's song and they're like, whoa, she's talented. And then after the movie, someone from the... What is it? Wallbeat Journal? Yeah, I think Wallbeat Journal. Yeah. Right. Immediately yeah. writes their their whole story. They don't even need five minutes to, to <laughs> yeah. write a review. And it's already being published. Well, it has been some time since the movie. Maybe like ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah true. they may have had ten minutes to write yes. this. All journalists work that fast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Especially back in this day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, They're they were busy. all fueled by cocaine. Yeah. 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 Every single one. Every single one. They're about that grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the title of his review is... A star is born. Wow. How original. <laughs> yeah. And so then Veronica reads like the first paragraph to Josie and it's like a glowing review. Yes. It says like every Oscar should go to her next year. Wait, is this supposed to be the premiere or just a test screening? This is the premiere. Yeah, she, she changed it yeah. to the premiere. Okay. Because she was so impressed with everyone at Black Athena. Which had nothing to do with anything truly. No. Yeah. But why was she here again to do the test screening? Yeah. Because she heard about the Babylonian. Yes. And because she wanted to get more like funding for it potentially, if it had like good reviews. Sure. If it had momentum or whatever. Yeah. So she's hoping she could pitch it more. Because she and get was looking for a movie studio to pick it up. Like right now, it's like an indie film. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like wanted looking for distribution. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Sure. <laughs> they just had to have Josie in this episode, so you, whatever. Yeah. 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 It is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Then Get that you got. Veronica never apologizes to, Kevin and, apologizes to Kevin and Clay, does she? At least not in this episode. She might the next one. Because nothing, so. nothing else. she will. She probably won't. <laughs> but I mean, nothing else happened after this. It just kind of cut there. So yeah. We'll see. I hope we see some resolution there because she was so mean to them. And I feel yeah. like she kind of takes advantage of them anyway and yeah. treats mm-hmm. them like more employees than friends. Oh, yeah. And so I really want to see her actually apologize and mean it. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. At least this had a plot. Yeah. I yes. guess. Yeah. There was So plot. it wasn't as bad. It does sound a little boring. Like a lot of the episodes have felt this season where it's just like it feels like filler. Yeah, like, like where's if, the urgency? Yeah, like if they'd built this up more, like if Josie had been introduced more before this episode and there's more stake in this, I guess. Yeah. But I felt like it was a, very much a one-off. Where yes. it's just like she shows up, all this stuff happens, and she's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's just like, and she probably won't be talked about after this. Right. No. Like, because that's how they normally do things. Yeah. So but it's I'm, like, I'm glad they had Josie back. Yes. And I'm glad that she was in this season and in the 50s. But, I mean, there's some interesting stuff. Like, I'm curious to see where Betty's book goes and the yeah. Sabrina thing. If that was just, like, a cheeky nod. Or yeah. that that's, like, actually going to be something. Veronica told him, like, culture might just need a few years to get over this, like, anti-horror, anti-immorality stuff. Sure. She's like, give it a few years. It'll be, like, a hit. Yeah. She's like, it's just ahead of its time. Yeah. So, yeah, I doubt it's going to go anywhere else. And we still have had no mention of the serial killer. No! <laughs> There's three or episodes left. Tabitha. You know, we haven't yeah. even. Like, the Comet. I, I would have loved throughout this whole season while they're doing all this, like, 
mundane stuff to see Tabitha like behind a tree being like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, they're not like, like bending dropping towards justice, justice yeah. or whatever. And her being like, ah, oh no. <laughs> or like, yes, they are doing it. I would right. love to I would see... love cutaways of her going, yes. <laughs> yeah, I would love some mention of Tabitha somewhere. Or her like, I don't know, putting like an iPhone like on someone's yeah, desk like, like, for the future. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's this? Let's see how this turns what? out. Yeah. I would, I jinx. Because at this point, it really feels like the writers forgot about Tabitha and she doesn't even exist. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like, like they were just trying to find a way to write her off. Because yeah. why did she even come back? Because she went on the, the marches and then came back for, like, an episode? Yes. And then had some stuff with Jughead, maybe? Yeah. They had, like, went on a little date and they had, like, some sparks. Yeah. Then she went back on the road. Yeah, like, why won't 50s Tabitha come back, at least? Yeah. yeah. You know, even if not, like, Angel Tabitha. Yeah. But... Like, do you think the actress wanted to not do the show anymore? Or did they not want her for some reason? Like, I feel like I they just didn't know what to do with her, maybe. Probably. Because I feel like... I feel like this whole season just feels like them writing like fan fiction and playing yes. around with the characters and Tabitha's the newest character. So I feel like they're like it's Yeah. And I and feel she's like she's only really been a jughead. I feel like yes. people they want to play with all these characters that people like really care about who they're paired with and yes. everything. Yeah. And I feel like Tabitha doesn't have that same like background. Like, and she she doesn't have the the fun like okay, maybe she's like dating Archie now. Like what does that look like? Yeah. She's too awesome. Know, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Yeah, and so I feel like, yeah, I feel like they probably didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, I'm sorry, girl. Because she's too good. She's just too good. She's well. too good to be in this season. I'm glad we didn't have to watch her dance in any more musical episodes. I was all <laughs> that. I was waiting for that when you were like, I would love to see her at the pageant. I was like, I bet Keanu didn't <laughs> want to see her dance. Doing a solo dance routine. <laughs> she can walk across the stage. She's gorgeous. I love her as yeah. an actress. She just should not dance. Yeah. Maybe that's what she's doing. Maybe she's like taking dance classes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she heard... She heard her podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> she didn't actually. And she's like, I gotta practice. <laughs> yeah. Tabitha, actress for Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yes. And when she comes back, when Angel Tabitha comes back, she'll dance in all my brain. Yes. That's how she'll like we'll summon the, the future or something. <laughs> yeah. She fights the co- She has a dance off with the, with the comet. <laughs> yeah. I hope you dance. It would not be the first dance battle of this show. <laughs> no. Far no. from it. And the See, show's done enough. If that period. actually... <laughs> the show has done enough. <laughs> if that actually happened... I would believe it. I would believe it. I would welcome it. I miss it being stupid and weird. I would weird. welcome it too. I know. It's like, I would love it to get even more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. At the very end. Yes. Yeah. Just like fly off the rails completely. Yeah. That's what it felt like last season. It's like, okay, we have nothing to lose, so we're going to do everything. Yes. But that's okay. All right, do we have a game? Yes. yes. Okay. In the cat theme. Ooh. Our game is, which Riverdale character would this pop culture cat be? <gasps> yes. Oh, okay. B, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say like a pop culture cat, and we're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's Kevin. Okay. Or whoever. <laughs> okay, great. So the first one, obviously, is Garfield. Jughead. Total Jughead. Yeah. Loves yeah. to eat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably hates Mondays. And Love it's that. like, yeah, I feel like a little, like, cynical. Yeah, like, I feel like Archie is, like, the Odie to his Jughead. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. See? <laughs> yes. Okay, next is Tom from Tom and Jerry. Reggie? Is this just a game I'm playing, or are we all We're participating? We're all playing. Okay. Yeah. Or, like, 
Hiram Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> he's like very grumpy. Yeah, because and like Jerry, always conspiring no. just hates Jerry. Yeah. Tom's yeah. Tom's personality is just I hate Jerry. So. And that's yeah. like Hiram to Archie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Archie is the Tom or the, the Jerry to the Hiram's Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Although Archie's just being used as the loyal for all these. <laughs> I mean kinda, yeah. <laughs> Next pop culture cat is Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Veronica? Oh, Cheryl. Cheryl, because sass. Yeah. 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 So Mm -hmm. sassy. Simba from The Lion King. Archie energy? Yeah. Just because protagonist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And kind of like generic. Dead father. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Evil uncle. And tragic. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, is this a Lion King adaptation? Yes. That's what a rail has been the whole time. Yes. (laughs) You just weren't smart enough to pick up on it. Yeah. How about Binks from Hocus Pocus? Thackeray. Thackeray Binks. Thackeray Binks. Hmm. Tabitha? Yeah, I could see that. That one also kind of gives me Cheryl vibes. Yeah, Yeah. a guide and just like trying to help out of the pureness of their heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Grumpy cat. (laughs) Rip grumpy cat. Yeah. Betty. (laughs) Kind of. Maybe. I feel like she's just always angry. Yeah, like I feel like she, I see her, I feel like she has like resting bitch face a little bit. So I can kind of see that. So Betty is Grumpy Cat. I think so. Officially. Um, do you guys know the personality of Hobbs from Catherine Hobbs? Yeah. I haven't really read those. Okay, who's Hobbs? Mm. He's like a goofball? No, he's like kind of like big brother energy. Yeah. Oh. Not like, he does like to prank sometimes, you know, he's or like, like the fun around. one of them. Calvin is the... like the, the little shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fangs? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Next is Aslan from Narnia. <laughs> Famous pop culture cats. Yeah. Obviously Pop Tate. Oh, as oh. Aslan? Yeah. Mm. Um, Fred Andrews. Oh, maybe. You know, like, Aslan's like a leader and like a guide. Pop is just there. He's I feel just like. there and wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. What? I would say Fred. He's the only one I feel like he makes positive change mm-hmm. for He's any like of a them. good moral <laughs> compass, actually. Yeah. What about um, Cheryl's grandma? What's her name? Oh my oh, god. Yeah. We haven't seen her Nana for Rose. Nana Rose. Nana Rose. No, she's way too creepy. We need yeah. something. <laughs> know, whatever is... That's like cucumber, a cucumber cat or something unhinged. Who's cucumber? <laughs> it's like, who's cucumber cat? Where they like jump at the cucumber. <laughs> yeah. That's Nana Rose? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nana Rose is cucumber cat coming to theaters this fall. <laughs> How about the Cowardly Lion from Wizard of Oz? Ooh. I was going to say Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. But like after he, he like got his makeover, you know? Yeah. He's got little bows in his hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Pink Panther. Ooh. Veronica. Veronica. Mm-hmm. Hello Kitty. Ooh. Betty? Mm, she wishes. Mm-hmm. I feel like, She's like cutesy. I feel like Betty is a combination. Dark Betty. Oh. Normal Betty's Hello Kitty, Dark Betty's Grumpy Cat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> How about Puss in Boots from Shrek? Reggie? Yeah. Mm, I can see that. Next, we have two more. Okay. Next is Carl Lagerfeld's cat, Choupette. Okay. And I feel like that's Cheryl energy. Like, yes. spoiled, rich, pampered, mm, yes. high society. People will dress up as you for the Met Gala. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And the last one is... Cat in the hat. <laughs> Jughead Jones. Have you ever seen him with that stupid, stupid hat? hat? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. Jughead is the cat in the hat. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for listening. As always, we're Riverdale fans first and friends second. If you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe, tell a friend, or leave us a review. And follow us on Instagram at Podcast. 
also check out our merch on Redbubble. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.